this is Brandon, Lena, and Will from Tribunal of the Grid. Now, we are about to go ahead and give you another episode. But before we do that, we are just coming here to let you know that the giveaway is still going. So please listen to the episode so that you can go ahead and comment on our IG page, whatever, whatever question that we ask. So that you can also enter into the sweet stakes. It is open to everyone. So please participate. Tell a friend. Tell your mama, your daddy, whoever you got to tell. But <laughs> it is open to everybody. So please, please, please subscribe, listen, and participate. And so that turn we can on, send you a little gift. Yep, and turn on your notification bells. So you'll be notified yes. every time we upload an episode. Because you want to know right. when we're uploading an episode. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you so want to know what we're going to give you. Hello, that is the whole point. And Hello. there will be three of them. So, three chances to win. Exactly. So, please, do that and let's start the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tribunal of the Grid where we talk about all things Power Rangers, including the actors that played them. My name is Brandon. I am Lena. I'm Will. And today we are being joined by a fantastic person, one of the most like athletic people I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Seriously. Um, seriously. Like, seriously. It's like this dude is literally like a straight up ninja. Like it, it, uh, it's 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 wild. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure everyone recognizes that voice. So without further ado, thank you for ha- for coming on. This is Brennan Mejia we have on the show. How are you, sir? I am well, Brandon. Thank you for having me. And, uh, you know, brownie points for saying my last name correctly on the first attempt, because uh, I am Majaya, Mejia, all these things. Uh, are you serious? Um, yeah, I know. Like, what? literally, I'll be invited on interviews. I'm like, you guys could have looked up how to say my last name or asked me, like, beforehand. But, um, oh my god! So, oh my god! That is terrible. <laughs> I okay. think it's because I live here in LA, so like mm-hmm. I like like last names like um like what you have doesn't really like. I guess for me, it's so easy because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like literally like I'm surrounded by like lat- Latinos, so it's just like I sure. can't help it. It's just like yeah, I, you get it. No, oh, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. But uh, I, yeah, I so. didn't think it was anything else. I I really always thought it was Mejia too. And you were always correct, Lena. <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully, thankfully, um, I've seen a couple of your interviews and I've heard you say it. So that that's what helped me. <laughs> yeah, well, we're all locked down. So, uh, yeah, glad to be here. And uh, I don't even know what we're talking about other than Power Rangers. So I haven't heard any questions beforehand. So this will be uh, new to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, trust and believe we're not going to ask you anything crazy. You know, Fair enough. <laughs> but majority Fair enough. of it will definitely be Power Rangers. He lied. He lies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm ready. I'll do my best anyway. (laughs) All right. Well, you know, let's just go ahead and go back, like, way back. You know what I'm saying? Back to when you were a kid. You know what I'm saying? This guy was, like, the Red Ranger. That dude. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What was it like for you growing up in Cali? Like, how was was your childhood? How was that? Uh, yeah, no, it was good. I grew up in a uh, town that was like about an hour from San Diego. Um, you know, so pretty close okay. to the beach, but not like walking distance, obviously. But, you know, about an hour and a half from the mountains. So uh, 
Yeah, I mean, school was good. Grew up on a street where my best friend lived literally on the same street as me. So we hung out every day. We used to watch Power Rangers, you know, every day. And then uh, we'd have like Megazord building parties when he would stay over at my house and we'd like find all the Megazords that I had and like reassemble them. Um, and we used to call oh, it wow. like playing, playing small or big. Like if we played with toys, we were playing small. We were pretending to be the Power Rangers or whatever we were. It was called big. Like that was just, you know, kids coming up with names. So uh, <laughs> yeah, like I had a green Power Ranger come to like my fourth or fifth birthday party. I mean, obviously it wasn't <gasps> actually a Power Ranger, but some cosplayer at the time. Um, no way. Yeah. That's awesome. Way, That's awesome. Way, Yep. Yep. So I've been kind of a fan from the start. So. <laughs> awesome. Wow. And okay, so we did, we did a little research and we did see that you um, you joined the circus when you were pretty young. How was that? Like, what was that like? Well, I okay. I mean, maybe you won't believe me at this point because I'm fairly outgoing, but I used to be so afraid and like shy with talking to new people. Um, and acting is really what broke me out of that shell. So circus, I was still really shy at the time and I was a little kid in it and I just like clung to my dad and I wouldn't like talk to anyone when I was a kid other than like him. And then I, when I graduated high school, I rejoined the circus and that's when I started becoming more social with it. But yeah, in the beginning, I was just like, I don't like talking to people. I don't know. And like when I first got into acting, even I just wanted to do modeling. Um, Okay. I want to speak. You know, I was just like, oh, if I'm a model, you know, girls would think that sounds cool. You know, just like vain mm. reasons. But uh, <laughs> later on, like, I actually developed a love for storytelling and performing. So I'm very fortunate and uh, glad that I have the opportunity to do so. Oh, wow. So it was like basically the circus kind of just kind of gotten you into that whole world of like entertainment and performing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously I wasn't like speaking in the circus, but just being in front of crowds, um, almost like theater minus the words, but. Not all theater has words, I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what was that like? Like um, in the circus, what did you do? Uh, so when I first joined, I was an acro top. So basically my dad would base me in tricks where he would lift me. Um, so he'd like hold me in handstands and things like that. And then I was in a hand balancing class. And then I actually met my wife in the circus. So I do Chinese wow. pole now. I do aerial silks. I do a little bit of wire walking. Uh, unicycle juggling, some tumbling, um, but hand bouncing Chinese pole and adagio, which is like partner acro, are probably my biggest strengths with circus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoa. So you've been doing handstands since you were little. <laughs> yeah, but not like with a proper technique until I was an adult. And then I really dug uh, deep into it. So I had to unlearn a lot of habits. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. 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 Whoa. So that what, is uh, crazy. Uh, another question. Um, so would you say that your time in the circus the kind of uh, it bred you to your future in health and fitness? Oh, for sure. I mean, the, so like in the book I'm reading right now, because um, I'm already certified as a personal trainer. I have a degree in kinesiology. I'm a yoga instructor as well. Um, so I'm working wow. on exercise physiology right now. And mm-hmm there's like multiple chapters on like the theories of what makes someone want to exercise. Like someone who's a sedentary person, like who doesn't actively participate in sports. And a lot of it is something like connecting them to a physical activity they enjoy. You know, it's not just like, Hey, if you run, you know, five miles a day and you weight lift five times a week, you'll be in shape, but you also have to cut out everything you like eating. Like, okay. Like everyone knows what to do. Like in that 
vague of terms, but no one wants to, right? But right. if you find something you like, like for me, I love circus. So like my workouts literally, it's like, I go tumble, I hand balance, I get strong because I want to make my circus skills better. So like it keeps me motivated versus, oh, I just got to go lift weights for the sake of lifting weights. So it makes me want to keep doing it. So I always tell clients like, find an activity you enjoy. It doesn't matter if it's the same one I do or whatever celebrity you like is doing, like you got to enjoy it. You're not going to do it. That's true. That's kind of almost true with anything though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost kind people of saying, want yeah. like fads, you know, like, oh, well, uh, if I do this four minute Tabata workout twice a week, I'll lose 20 pounds a month. No, you won't like you need to, <laughs> it's a good exercise, but like you're not going to burn enough calories in that short of time. And people just want like the easy route with exercise because they usually don't like it. So <laughs> amen to that. <laughs> Now, I, I will say this. I remember seeing, I think it was right around the time of you auditioning for Power Rangers. Cause like, I, I have a thing where I like any actor that actually gets on the show, I always look up, look them up just to kind of see mm-hmm. what they've done beforehand. And like, I saw that you actually were on American Ninja Warrior. I was on that twice, actually. Uh, once before <laughs> Power Rangers and once after. What? Yeah. Like, how was that? Like, that that's insane. Thanks. No, I mean, uh, I wish I could say I did better than I did. But, uh, you know, I actually did better the first time I was on it. I made it to the Venice semifinals. But okay. you don't get to, like, try twice. Even though it's televised, at least when I did it, the first time you touch the course is when you do your run. It's not like you get a practice day. Um, I wasn't one of those people who had a gym in my backyard of the stuff. Um, other than my wife's dad built me a salmon ladder. But other than that, like, oh. I never did most of that stuff. Like, Ow. you know, um, again, I'm making excuses why I felt, but no. uh, basically the point no, that's, is like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, you got to train um, specifically a lot for like certain events, you know, like I may be athletic mm-hmm. in like someone's eyes, but it doesn't mean I'm any good at baseball because I never practice baseball, you know, like I'm good right. at circus. Like I'm generically athletic, but Ninja mm-hmm. Warrior, like you have to practice those specific skills because it's like your muddle, your muscles are recruited differently. You know, the amount of energy it takes. Um, a lot of it's like rock climbing base, but I would always work out more towards circus. And I was like, oh, well, circus kind of translates and it does kind of, but basically if you want to do Ninja Warrior, my advice is like, you need to train specifically for those type of events if you want to go far on it don't just rely on the fact that like you're the most athletic person in your PE class. That's not enough necessarily. <laughs> well, that's not really impressive considering the fact that you weren't able to do all those exercises like before. So I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Kudos. I no, mean, seriously. I'm, I'm pretty sure the three of us would have fell flat on our face the second <laughs> we stepped on. Well, it's fun. <laughs> and like people don't realize, you know, when you run the course, uh, I think the first time I was on it, my call time was like 10 or 11 p.m. at night, but I didn't end up running until almost 5 a.m. in the morning. So like you oh just sit God. there at the beach in this holding area and you're like trying to stay awake and you're trying to stretch because it's getting cold and like co- condensation's building on all the equipment because it's oh right near the water. And they try to wipe it down with towels, but by that point, the towels are all moist just from the air. So it's like things you don't think about when you watch the show. But- oh my God. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. 
But I did. I didn't check. I didn't see the second one, but I did see the. I did watch the first one, and you did really well. That's why I was like, Thank you. "Whoa, this is going to be our Red Ranger." Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, the, the second one, like, I actually was fine. I jumped to like this barrel shaped thing that I had to grab, uh, but my foot slipped, so I ended up hanging from the bottom of it. So I didn't fall immediately into the water. I just couldn't get back up on top. So I was like trying to swing it, but it was heavier than I am. So I couldn't get momentum and I was just stuck. So after hanging for a minute, I was like, literally, I can't do anything. So then I just let go. But it's not like I tripped. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, okay. F- fast forward just a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So when you were... Well, of course, when you were, you know, auditioning for the show, it, it, it has come up a couple times that um, that Tyler wasn't your first role or like your first time auditioning for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the? Do you remember what season it was that you auditioned for, and how far did you? And how, how far did you get? Yeah, it was a uh, Power Rangers Samurai, actually. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and I went. I, I think it was the third round of callbacks. To put that into perspective, oh. for Dino Charge, we had four. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had a fifth fake one where they like invited us in just to tell us we got the job, but right. yeah. So almost, almost booking it, I guess, but not quite. And I was so bummed because the night before that callback was when Avatar, the last airbender came out like the movie. Um, mm-hmm. and I know everyone says it's not good, but I never saw it because all my friends went to the midnight premiere and I'm like, I shouldn't oh. go, I should sleep, you know, rest up for the samurai audition. And then, uh, you know, I didn't get Samurai and I didn't get to see the movie. But my friends were like, the movie wasn't good, so you're fine. So. You know what? It worked out. Everything happens for a reason and you worked out. No, this is the perfect season for you. I appreciate it. And I also agree Dino Charge is more my speed with the character, how he's written, than how mm-hmm. uh, the Red Ranger and Samurai was written. Oh, yeah. No. For Everything sure. worked out the way should have. Maybe not so mm-hmm. much the movie, but... <laughs> Yeah. Well, to be fair, I actually auditioned for that movie too to play Sokka. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. That's so cool. Yeah, but they gave it to a white guy. So what can you do? (laughs) Well, (laughs) are we surprised though? Right. Like. (laughs) No, I mean nothing against. Like I, I don't know. That's all outside of my jurisdiction. I don't cast roles, but I'm hoping when they make the Netflix version. Uh, that I can audition for Sokka again. But I'm getting older, so it's like, unless they age Sokka, you know, I might be out of the running, but I'll do my best. I still have, like, a youthful energy. Oh, you, you still look youthful. Say, okay. okay. <laughs> if I shave. If I shave. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 what? Because <laughs> clearly wow. it's like, it's like you really do have, like, a real-life energy and you're just not aging. <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's true. I gotta keep it like, on the down low, man. Right? Like, okay, we <laughs> I seen an episode of you in iCarly, and you look exactly the same. Yeah. The only thing is your hair. Yeah, that was uh, how old? I was sixteen when I filmed that. What? You were sixteen? Yeah, that was one of my first. You <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're just like inside of like a time machine where it's just like, nope, I'm not gonna age. I'm just yeah. not. Yeah, everyone else yeah. can around me, but I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm okay with that, you know. Like uh, my parents both look young for their age, so like you know, give me all that energy, I will stay youthful. So, <laughs> come on, good genes. <laughs> we love it. We love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So okay. So you went ahead. You, you came back for the audition for Dino Charge. Mm-hmm. Um. So when you got the role. 
when you actually got the role of Tyler, how was that for you? Like, wh- how did yeah. you feel about that? Uh, honestly, like I remember walking out of the audition room and went up to my fiance at the time, now wife, and I was like, we're moving to New Zealand. And like, I had this basket of like Red Ranger themed toys and like candy they gave me. And I played the Mighty Morphin theme song like five times in a row in the car, driving back to San Diego. We were, we were working at the zoo um, as acrobats at the time when I booked mm. it um, for a summer job. And uh, yeah, and then like, I just, it was so surreal. And they're like, yeah, you can't tell anyone. So of course, like I called my family and like my friends and uh, told them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Kept it off of social media though. That was more their point. Mm, like, right, right. But uh, I remember Yoshi and I, because like we kind of like bonded a little bit um, at the audition because like I found out he was a stunt performer and I was like, oh, I want to do stunts. And um, I saw his name on the sign-in sheet for the fifth fake audition. And mm-hmm. they're like, hey, don't tell anyone you got the role. But like, obviously I saw Yoshi's name and if it was on the fake one where we all got hired. So I called him and I was like, hey, uh, did you book Power Rangers? He's like, yeah, did you? I was like, yeah. He's like, what color red? I was like, what color blue? He's like, that's so cool. So like we were geeking out. But, uh, that's that awesome. is awesome. Wow. So like, okay. So I know you you had you had to be quiet about it. You had to like you know keep it off of social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. When you guys were, I remember actually being at PowerMorphicon when you guys were introduced for the first time, and you guys came out in your gear and stuff mm-hmm. like that. How was that moment for you? I was so nervous, honestly, walking out there because really, yeah. Well, because Chip, you know, was backstage, and he actually had his friend who's a hairstylist, give me a haircut backstage. Uh, Cause my hair was even longer before I was announced. Like if you've seen that announcement photo, like it's pretty crazy, right? Yeah, but, uh, it's really long, I, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty long. Well, at the San Diego Zoo, I had a full on ponytail. Like I was oh, wow. dressed oh, wow. as like a, I was a koala like doing acrobatics. So I had like this koala spandex and this koala head. And so I was used to the spandex already, <laughs> but I like would put my ponytail in there. And uh, so he cut it. And then they obviously cut it again when I went to New Zealand. But he's like, yeah, so you got to say Dino Charger and then everyone's going to say ready. I was like, what the heck does that mean? He's like, just, just go out there. And like, <laughs> I was like, okay. And so I was like, what, what's the line? Like my, my brain is like, stop being nervous. It's like three words. Um, yeah, so that was like, I was like, Dino Charger. And everyone's like, ready. I was like, okay, I think I did it. And just just smile and stand there. I was like, well, <laughs> you could have pulled us because it looked way hers. Right. Well, a little bit be backstage, but for like 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What a us. <laughs> you guys look fantastic. I remember, yeah, Brenda and I were both there that year when it when you guys got announced. Were we? What? Well, yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. Well, I, I had to look online. I, I wasn't there that year, unfortunately. Dobby and Claire were there too, hiding in the back because they weren't announced oh, yet, okay. but they were there. Yeah. Wow. So you, you got to see everybody like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Wow. So. You know, so after you got got introduced and everything, and it was time to go to New Zealand, right? Mm-hmm. So, since you're already pretty athletic and you're and you can do all the tumbling and the flips and all that kind of stuff, was stunt training easy for you, or was it still kind of difficult? Um, I mean, like the conditioning part was easy, you know, like doing push-ups and stuff like that. But learning how to fight for screen is vastly different than fighting and like martial arts uh, mm-hmm. because you have to open yourself up to camera you know in real life like you cover your face when you 
punch and you want to come back to your face. But on TV, it's like you open your shoulder and your chest so they can see you more and the reactions are usually a bit bigger. Um, you have to go sometimes slightly slower or you keep eye contact. So the person you're fighting knows what you're going to do or they can see in, a, in your eyes, like, did you forget? You know, like in real fighting, you don't usually stare at someone's eyes. It's like more peripheral vision of their neck, mm-hmm. or at least I was taught. So it was like unlearning how to really fight to then pretend to fight. So that was hard for me. But I mean, they're super patient with teaching. Um, and it was just like, it was really fun. And honestly, like doing it made me want to keep doing stunts. And I've gotten into the stunt world a little bit now, but I just mm-hmm. love performing, whether it's like, obviously acting is like my ideal, like uh, another role like Power Rangers where you could do both, like some action, but there's also acting involved with words, you know, stunt act, stunt performing is acting too in my opinion, right. um, but it's just different. No, I agree. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. So you, you got there, you're doing all your stunt training. Now it's time to actually mm-hmm. get on in front of the camera. How was your first day on set? I remember uh, they called it a one-take wonder because whatever I had to do, I don't remember, Dino Charger ready or get hit by a monster or something, but uh, I did it and like the director liked it. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's good. We don't need to do another one. And they're like, one-take wonder to start off the season. It just wow. felt really good. Uh, but I remember wow. I was a little overzealous and like, I think I actually was hit by a monster, like pretend. And I had to like roll across the concrete and I hit the concrete too hard in like my energy and I hurt my hip for like a week. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when they offer you pads, take the pads, even if you don't think you need them. Cause at one time you don't wear them is a the time you're going to hit a tailbone or something. <laughs> no. Oh no. Well, okay. I, I will. I will ask this though. I have to, I have to know. I just have mm. to know. Yeah. Ask away. Did you get to keep the red bubble vest? <laughs> yes. Yes. I did. Get the oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> uh, actually, that is awesome. Story. So with the vest, like there's this, you know, the store cotton on. Have you yes. heard of it? So mm-hmm. like in New Zealand was the first time I ever heard of the store. And there was one in the city we filmed at and they showed me the vest for my character. And I actually bought one of the same vest because like $20 for the vest I wear um, and it's reversible. So it's actually, you can wear it blue or red. Obviously they made me wear it red. Uh, right. And then, and then right. Uh, but they couldn't find another one for my stunt double. And they're like, Hey, can we buy your vest off of you that you bought? Cause we only have one. It's the hero vest and we can't give it to your double. Cause if it gets damaged, we don't have another one and we'll buy you a nicer vest at the end to make up for it. And I was like, sure. So they, you know, gave me 20 bucks, took my vest for me. And then when we wrapped, they ended up buying me like this $300, like Katmandu, super like expensive hiking vest, um, Whoa, which wow. is the one I'm usually wearing on social media. It's not the one from the show. It's the one they gave me for giving them my other one. But then they ended up not damaging my original one. So they gave it back. So I have both. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <a> great win. <laughs> Right. I know. So the whole thing, it's like, you know, you, you give more than you expect to receive. And then like you end up receiving more than you expected. So. Wow. So in hindsight, um, now that you've done two seasons and you've come back, what are your thoughts on the Tyler Navarro character? Um, overall, I like my character. Um, I like that he's high energy and always wants to like help others and isn't afraid to shy away from like whatever's dangerous. So I like that about him. Um, I don't think, I don't know, like 
I wish there was like episodes more about my backstory in regards to how I was taught martial arts and things like that. So, you know, I just created a backstory. Like my dad used to Mm -hmm. take me to martial arts when I was a kid and to remember him while I was looking for him, I continued martial arts. Like, you know, morphing doesn't mean you automatically know how to fight. Or at least I don't think it should mean that unless Mm -hmm. it's in the story. Like, sure, Mm -hmm. you can take more damage, but like, how do I know how to fight? You know, like that's never established. And I know there's 10 of us. So to go over everyone would take a while. Like, Mm -hmm. Sir Ivan, okay, he's a knight. I can get behind that. He knows how to fight. He's a knight. Cool. But, uh, you know, Tyler's like, he just does. He just knows, you know. Riley, Mm -hmm. he's good with swords. Like, they established that, you know, with him fighting and practicing fencing. So, other than that, overall, I enjoy playing the character, though. Mm -hmm. And um, I always wondered this. um, What did you think about uh, the whole thing with uh, Tyler's dad? He showed back up, and then as soon as... (laughs) He showed up. He left again. <laughs> I don't know. What's up with that? I mean, come on, man. Uh, well, so I actually, the, like one of the biggest things people are like, if you could change one thing about Dino Charge, what would you change? And the whole dad dynamic, I would have preferred if my dad in the show had amnesia, which is the reason he left as a kid versus he just had to protect us and run away oh, right, and like right, right, right. you know once he realized i was a power ranger if he kept tabs on his family at all he wouldn't be like oh you're a ranger too i can come back home let me just ditch you instead like i don't know i felt like they should have <laughs> and they should have been think... easy like, I don't know. yeah like I, i'm not gonna lie that was one of the things that i always wanted to know too i was just like okay so this man left left this kid <laughs> you know and yeah. <laughs> And it's like he always knew he was the Red Ranger somehow. Maybe. And it's like, okay, how how does this work? <laughs> like, first of all, why? Uh, and the, why is Tyler's like, why did he not just like, because I know if it were me, I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, dad, I'm happy to see you. But yeah. where you been though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I bought his story a little too easily, I felt, but I don't yeah. know. Like, if, if he had amnesia, it would have been okay. And I've been like, I understand why you left. Like, you were attacked by a monster. You didn't remember you had a family. And now that you do. And then if he's like, oh, well, now that I have my memory back. I remember I have this mission. And I'm sorry I have to leave again, even though we just, like, that would have just hit home more to me. Mm-hmm. But, oh, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always talked about that. We're always like, he just was like, eh, dad, you're a real home. I'm so happy. Yeah. Really? That's not our real reaction. <laughs> nope. I know. <laughs> Oh, well, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> I don't have a writer's credit. I didn't write it. But like, again, mm. there's so many episodes and they have to adapt it to the Sentai footage. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to write within this box that they didn't create. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, do we have footage of his character in the next five episodes? Oh, we don't? Okay, well, we got to go give him something to do. So, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, going back to the Avatar Last Airbender thing. I actually don't know if the Sokka character was white because I haven't seen the movie. But like, I remember hearing like characters were whitewashed in it. But if you guys saw it, like, I think he was like one of the I... Twilight actors who played Sokka. Oh, but like he was yeah, one I of the Colin's it. family. But I don't know. Again, I don't. I wasn't in charge of casting. Like, maybe he did a good job. I heard the movie wasn't good in general, so couldn't tell you. But at the time, I was also newer to acting. Uh, when I auditioned mm. for soccer, like I'm not saying he got it because he was white. Like I don't want it to come across that way. Um, oh. Just reiterating. Oh, yeah. Like, no, no. For me, yeah. Like for me, I was just I was more green at the time. Like after Dino Charger, I obviously learned more. Um, so like if I got to audition for soccer at this point, I think I could go to bat a little more comfortably and be like, 
this is a character I really relate to because he's like very, you know, sarcastic and punny and like full of energy. And I just would like love to like give him a shot one day, but you know. Oh no, for sure. We weren't, we weren't thinking that at all, but we were like, cause you know how over the years you see stuff that gets given to, um, non like non of the same color generation like like Prince of Persia. yeah yeah yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. right exactly <laughs> like gold yeah. with white like come on please yeah no i know i know yeah so no there we, we are we, people in this race that is like the same thing that you could cast i mean yeah it's, it's, it's totally okay yeah <laughs> well like it's also hard because you know i'm so many different ethnicities like i'm like such a mutt of a human so Where when it's you? like <laughs> right i know uh, so my mom's side, she's from New York. She's Italian, German, English, Irish, um, a little bit of Jewish. And then my dad's from Central America. He's from Honduras. So I'm like Colombian. I'm like 7% Nigerian. I'm like 1% Middle Eastern. Um, I'm French. So like when people are like, oh, well, what are you? I'm like, I mean, like technically I'm Latino from like the Colombia and like Honduras stuff, but like, I'm not like Mexican, you know? And like, that is what a lot of people just assume. So it's mm-hmm. confusing or people are like, oh, are you Islander? I'm like, well, I'm like Islander as in like Central American Pacific like islands, like not Pacific Islander. Um, what, I forgot the name of the island over there that my grandma's from, but like I am, but I'm not like what they think I am. It's like, I'm not Hawaiian. So right. Well, technically, mm-hmm. because you're a mixture of everything, you should, you should be able to be cast for everything because you're just everything. True, right. true. You know, right. if anything, you'd be the, char- the person to cast. You're like right. You're World everything. peace. <laughs> I am a little bit of everyone. <laughs> Ready? Go to. That's it. Just just cats running for everything. It works. Yeah, you know, everything. I can see him in that. Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm okay Get, with that. You know. Okay, like Hollywood, give him his things. Like he, he gets <laughs> everything. The Hawaii, give him all the everything. <laughs> yes, yes. One day. You know, I'm not quitting anytime soon, so uh, I'll stay with it. Um, I saw a clip on, um, on your YouTube channel. You were um, reviewing the first episode of Dino Charge. And you had mm-hmm. mentioned that there was a scene that you did with um, Camille where you wanted to give a certain type of emotion, but you did mm. what was asked of you. And mm-hmm. what you, when you watched it back, you didn't like your performance. And then um, even like higher up, they saw your performance and they were like, oh, I wish you would have done something different. Yeah. Yep. So did you have other moments like that while you were filming because we've we've actually heard other actors say like the direction that they're given is to like mm-hmm. kind of tone down their their talent yes um it's happened before and there's multiple reasons for it uh sometimes it's just creative differences like literally the person who is your boss says they want it this way and if you want to stay employed you listen um other <laughs> times <laughs> uh, other times though it's like hey uh i love what you guys are doing and the emotion's great but you have to just go faster because the show is short like with the sentai footage already in it and the megazord fights at the end of every episode we got like 10 minutes of civilian emotional scenes to like share you know and if you guys don't say your lines faster we're gonna have to make cuts like chip would mention that like sometimes he's like you guys are doing great but you just you have to jump on each other's lines a little faster or i'm gonna have to make cuts and unfortunately the thing that gets cut in power rangers is the emotion and the storyline side to make room for like the overall theme of that episode. Um, so you miss those cuter, more um, relatable moments. I, cute's oh, not wow. the right word, but like they'll cut the, the meaningful connections to right. save space sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That I 
did not know. I was not aware. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's a time thing. I mean, again, you have such little amount to like get the point across. And if I take too long with like looking down serious or whatever, and I look up, it's like, that's great. But can you like look up faster or just whatever? And like, you know, it's it just, they're not being mean, but like, it's a time yeah. thing. Three episodes right. every nine days. Like you have to move so flipping fast on Power Rangers. So, Wow. That just gave a whole new meaning to time and budget. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sheesh. Well, it is now time for what I like to call Ranger Name Game. Now, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now in this game, it's, it's, it's really simple. All, all it is, I'm just going to say a name of a person. And you just tell me the first thing that comes to mind, first memory, anything. Anything that comes to mind when you hear this person's name. So it's okay. very simple. Okay, I thought you were going to be like, I'm going to name this actor and tell me what ranger they were in what season. Like, yo, I don't know. Oh, God. Like, I- <laughs> oh, no, no. I don't do that to you. <laughs> it's a little, I there's so many. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First person is Camille Hyde. Uh, team member. Nice. Nice. James Davies. <laughs> Funny dude. Dancer. Uh, <laughs> great guy. Yoshi Sadarso. Uh, Jack of all trades, super stuntman, everything awesome, Power Ranger fan. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael Tabor. Uh, the comedic one on set, like prankster. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If I were to give one person the, uh, the award, he'd get the yearbook nomination. Wow. Wow. I, I I need to know. Like, what what kind of pranks were you, was he pulling on set? Well, well no, <laughs> it, it's it's not like we had like big in depth pranks, but more just like mm. the energy. Like he was the the sarcastic one who like was just like funny with like being deadpan sometimes with like his humor. Mm. So it was just in that sense, like nothing like gotcha. bad that got us in trouble or anything. But I think the biggest thing we did was like, well, I wasn't even on set that day, but. Have you guys seen like the blooper outtake of Dino Charger? Like they released like a video going through like yeah. the year of outtakes somewhere on YouTube. But anyway, yeah. um, everyone was on second unit except me, like out of the core six. And second unit's like the stunt unit. And they're supposed to go Dino Charger ready. And it was like Yoshi, James, Camille, and uh, maybe Dobby. And they go Dino Charger. And then they all thought it'd be funny to be like, what's the line again? And apparently no one was like, pleased with the joke at the time so everyone just kind of stared at them and it was like dead silence and they're like ha, oh, no. ha, do it again like they were just tired at the end of the day but like it just totally didn't hit you know like when you tell a joke you're like wasn't that great and like no one cares but it wasn't funny <laughs> but i wasn't there oh, no. so like i wasn't even on set that day so it was funny, it was funny to me because it happened to them um, oh man that's yeah. messed up I know, I know. The one thing I did, which, but again, not a prank, but like, I watched the Japanese version, and you know, Mina Ikuzo means like, guys, let's go. Like, if you've ever watched anime, um, that's what it means. So mm-hmm. they say it a lot because, like, when the stunt doubles are working together, the Japanese ones anyway, they talk in Japanese to each other, like, mm-hmm. and then obviously mm-hmm. we dub them. Um, and so, like, when we, I had to lead the team. I was like, guys, come on! And I said the line in Japanese instead, like during a take. And they actually liked it. Like, I actually, they're like, oh, that's funny. You know, okay, let's do it again. But like, I think they appreciated that I like knew enough Japanese to say my line in Japanese. So 
I was like, ha, I didn't get in trouble like they did. So that's so. awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I totally ruined your game. Sorry, Brandon. Go back to it. No, <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> Davi Santos is the next person. Uh, Davi. Uh, the uh, poet who knows like all he's so artistic and like the way he talks and like the mannerisms he gives you and he gives you so much attention mm. i don't know if he said answer with one word or like a sentence i wasn't listening enough i guess but uh whatever you <laughs> no, want whatever you want it's whatever you whatever. want it whatever could be a story yeah it could be a story time it could be anything anything you're willing to share with us we're here for this <laughs> perfect Dobby's very sincere like he will when you talk to him he like he looks you in the eye and like he listens, you know, it's not just like, you know, you talk to people and like, oh yeah, yeah, on their phones. Like now he like wants to have conversations. He's very present, which is really cool. Wow. Nice. Wow. And the last person, Claire Blackwater. Very uh, musically inclined, great pianist. She can rap as well. What? Um, yeah, like straight up, if you interview her, have her rap because she can do it. I can't. Um, she can yeah, sing well. Yeah, we lost she, that opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, she went to school with some of the people from Pentatonics. She's friends with some of them. But yeah, she is super musically inclined. And I wish I could say the same. <laughs> <laughs> Question. Okay. Yes. You may not remember, but I'm going to ask anyway. There was, a, there was an episode in Dino Charge where you, where you were singing. Was that you singing or was it someone else? Uh, it depends on the episode. If you mean the one where her and I were on stage together, I think they dubbed over me, but I actually sang like on the day and I was actually annoyed that they dubbed over me because I thought I did an okay job. Um, <laughs> so like when I heard the other dude, I was like, okay, I'm not like a singer by any means, but I'm not like tone deaf. I can sing, um, you know, but it was just, yeah. You can carry a was, tune. Yeah, I can carry a tune for sure. So, but no, it was not me. Aww. Uh, I know, right? I was sad. I was like, come on, whatever. <laughs> but to be fair, to be fair, Zach Efron in the first high school musical, they combined mm -hmm. his voice with another guy too. So, and then they didn't in the sequel because he said he wouldn't do it or something unless they let him sing. So, oh. yeah, I heard about that too. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. But he could sing. Like, he can really sing. Yep. And I agree. Just didn't let him sing. Maybe he was rough around the edges in that first movie attempt of singing and like maybe he took lessons. I don't know. Like the, the closest I am to Zach is people tell me I look like a tan Zach Efron. But other than that, like, okay. I've seen you post about that somewhere and I was like, I don't see it, but okay. You'd be surprised how many people have come up to me literally throughout my, like the past few years and like, you really look like a, a darker Zach Efron or like a tan Zach Efron or a golden Zach Efron. I was like, Oh my I mean, God. you mean we're both not overly tall and we both work out? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh That's God. weird. That's I true. mean, I can kind of see it a little bit. Just a little bit. Like, not oh, really yeah. like, oh my God. But like, I know. It's like, eh, I can see it a little bit. But yeah. okay. Like enough, you know, like if him and I were cast in a movie and we could be half brothers, maybe. Like if we had different moms or something. Sure. Or different dads or whatever. You know, <laughs> however that works. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I, yeah, I still don't see, but okay, we'll, we'll go with it. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I don't make the rules. <laughs> now, after you hung up your helmet and you, you left the show um, the first time after mm -hmm. your season was done, you did do a lot of stuff after the fact. What mm -hmm. was one of your most memorable roles and why? 
uh, Supergirl because I always wanted to be in the CW DC universe. Um, I auditioned for Cisco on The Flash initially too. <gasps> wow. wow. Get out of here. Are you serious? Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. I know. That would have been but, so cool. Uh, I agree, but it was not meant to be. So that's okay. But alas, uh, yeah. So when I got that audition, I thought I did a horrible job in the audition. It's always the ones you think you did poorly on that you seem to book. But I was just like, I don't know. Like I had to play a druggie or a drug dealer, not a druggie. Well, maybe he does drugs too. Anyway, <laughs> but the point is I was playing a drug dealer and I was like, okay. I mean, drug dealers, I guess, can look like anyone. But I was like, I don't feel like, I feel like I look too clean cut to be like a drug dealer um, just in my everyday life. But maybe CW drug dealers are like fancier. But like, <laughs> <laughs> in the audition, I remember- CW like, worlds guy, are just different. <laughs> That's yeah, the best way I can say it. <laughs> agreed. But like the guy who went in before me, because like they call it, like you're on deck when you're right like next to the door and everyone else is in the waiting room down the hall. So I was in the chair sitting so I could hear through the door and the guy, like they're all laughing at his jokes or whatever. And like, he comes out of the room and he leaves. And then the casting assistant runs out to go get him. Like, oh, they want to see you again really quick. And like, I was about to get up and go in. I was like, just kidding. So I sit back down protected. <laughs> and so they called him back in and like, again, they're all chatting. And then he leaves with a big smile on his face. He's like, good luck, man. I was like, oh yeah, you too. You know, like, ha I hate you. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, then I go in and I forgot what day we voted for something that day. It was some kind of like, proposition voting thing so they all had their i voted stickers on in the casting room and so i go in there and i do the scene and like normally when you audition they'll go like okay whenever you're ready and so like you start the first scene and then after the first scene they usually say cut all right that's great let's try this do it again or we'll be like great we're moving on to the second scene there was two scenes and they never said cut or anything so i stopped like after i finished the first scene they're all just staring at me and i felt so awkward like I guess I should keep going. So I like just started going again into the next scene and they kept going. And after, at the end of it, I was like, thanks for voting guys. Like, cause I saw their stickers. They're like, oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm such an idiot. And I just walked out. And I remember getting on the phone with my mom. I'm like, I should quit acting. This is so stupid. Oh, I don't know why I'm doing this. And then uh, I got a call and they're like, hey, you're on hold or they pinned you for this role. Like within an hour. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like being pinned <laughs> is like one of like the top choices. Um, and then I was actually like, like they booked me right before Ranger stopped. So I was in Florida. Uh, and so I had to fly from Florida straight to Vancouver for the job. Um, it. Yeah. So it was just like super cool. And it was like, God was like so gracious with that. And I was like, man, I just, whenever I think I'm about to quit, like a blessing comes and it's like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to be. I'm going to stick with that. That is insane. Cause, oh wow. Like I remember, I actually remember that episode um, of yeah. Supergirl and I, I was, it was so shocking to actually see you on there. Cause it was just like, it was random because I was mm-hmm. like, just, just watching it. And all of a sudden I just see you and I'm like, wait a minute, he looks familiar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But people are like, so that's what Power Rangers do after they finish the show, they become drug dealers. I was like, yes, that's what we all do. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. And of course, yeah. also too, sometimes they die, <laughs> which yeah, yeah. that was your next character, one of your other characters where you play a dead guy in the dead girl's detective agency. Yeah. Oh, but before we jump to that, I forgot to say, okay. so when I got okay. on the set on Supergirl, one mm-hmm. of the, um, well, he was the, was he the, the di- second uh, assistant director, the AD or something, some position of power. He was the same one from Power Rangers, like from New Zealand. Like, wow. I, walked away, 
what the heck are you doing here? He's like, oh, I moved to Vancouver, to Canada because there's more work. I was like, what are the flipping <laughs> chances? So I literally worked with the guy from Power Rangers while working on Supergirl. So I just found that like that ridiculous. so cool. Mm-hmm. It really is a small world. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's a sign, Brandon. Keep going. Keep, keep I am. Ending. I'm doing my best. No, seriously. <laughs> it's a sign. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So yes, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just had to tell that really quick. No, 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 no. I was just asking you about the other the other role you had with the uh, the Day Girls Detective Agency. Like, what was that like? Because that's like a Snapchat original show. Yeah, type of thing. yeah. So funny thing you talked about, like Energems being real. You know, towards the beginning of this interview. Uh, so in Power Rangers, you know, I placed Tyler roughly like seventeen, eighteen, or something around there. Like they didn't really say what age he was, but when I played that character on Snapchat, I'm supposed to be 17 in it. And that took place, you know, like six years after I filmed Power Rangers. So I was like, okay, mm. I guess I still look the same age I did six years ago. I'm okay with that. <laughs> so it's just kind of funny, but yeah, um, that was really cool. And that actually led to someone from Disney saw me on that show and they're like, Hey, uh, we want you to audition for our voiceover department. Cause I guess they liked my voice. Cause I have a unique sounding voice. I don't know. Um, so I actually got to go and like read for Disney um, in the same place they recorded Frozen 2 in like the same recording studio what? and they were like telling me about it and they, like they put me on file they're like yeah if we ever have any character any characters that like we want someone who sounds like you we'll call you in to read for them which hasn't happened yet but like just the fact that that led to that you never know what's going to lead to what you know yeah wow, wow. That's, so that's, that's true that is very true mm-hmm. um now, the character that you did play on American Horror Story, how was that, how was it like working on that scene with Evan Peters? Because like, he is like, he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, that was kind of, I feel like what made him blow up, you know, that first season. So that mm-hmm. was before he was an X-Men and never back down to or whatever other movies he's been in. But at the time, I just knew him from American Horror Story. And I was like, this guy's really good. And he was actually dating someone from my old acting class. So I knew her before I knew him. Mm. And uh, so it's just like small world. And then uh, like, he was just a chill dude. Like we grabbed lunch on set together and we were talking and hanging out. And I remember like, just even a little bit, like, cause I had martial arts practice at that point too. So the scene where like, he holds a knife to my throat um, initially, mm he was just like standing behind me with the knife. And I was like, oh, do you mind like grabbing me this way? Because I feel like in real life, I could get out of this even without training. So like, we just kind of like, it was cool. Like my problem got background, let us kind of tweak it a little bit to make it feel more realistic. But he was so cool. And there's a line I messed up. I forgot what it was, but he was actively listening. Like it wasn't a big line mess up, but like if he said his line exactly as written, it wouldn't have made sense because my lead in line didn't set it up correctly but he tweaked his line to make sense with what I messed up. And what? I was like, okay, that's, and then we just kept the scene going. Cause like in my mind, mm. I immediately knew I said it wrong, but he caught it and just kept going. And I was like, this guy's professional. Like, that is so cool. Yeah. Wow. That's, now that's acting. <laughs> and that's acting folks, you know, that's real life, acting. you know, you like you, you listen, you don't just wait for your turn. <laughs> right, right. Come on, you, you gotta come through with these gems of acting. We love it. We love you it. Know, one day, I'll, I'll uh, I, I've taught, like, I, I subbed one time for an acting class um, at a school that I used to teach circus at. And it was really mm. cool. Like, I actually enjoy teaching a lot. 
I've thought of being a teacher. So like down the line, I'd love to like, I don't want to quit acting to be a teacher, but I'd love to like be on such a level where I could go in and then be a guest teacher or like share my experience with students. That'd be cool. Because yeah, I mean, you've been doing this for a minute now. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you got some gems and stuff that could definitely be helpful to, to yeah. the people. Enter gems, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Honey like soccer. now of course you've been doing all this wonderful work and everything now they then brought you back to beast morphers Mm -hmm. how was that working with the with that cast and everything and actually seeing your old cast come back and being with them it was really cool and actually uh before we started filming i met with jazz and rory for lunch and i guess at the time Chip kept it a secret that we were filming the crossover. So I actually spoiled it to Jazz and Rory because uh, I was there for a convention in New Zealand oh, leading cool. up to the filming. Um, and so like, I just like, hey, they wanted to meet with me for lunch. I was like, yeah, I'll meet. And then we're talking about it. And they're like, so you are in the crossover. Chip never <laughs> never told us. It's like, what do you mean he didn't tell you? So I spoiled it in accident. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I mean, honestly, I almost came back for the Ninja Steel crossover um, but they ended up only bringing one of us back because initially it was going to be a Dino Charge right. Ninja Steel team up. And then mm. Chip was whittling down people and it got down to Yoshi and it was like, his brother's in it, obviously. Like, take him. Like, mm. it's chill. Um, right. So coming back, right. like, I don't know. I was like ready to not come back when he mentioned it. It would probably happen. I was like, okay, you told me that for Ninja Steel and it didn't happen. So I didn't want to get my hopes up. Um, but this time, yeah, it happened. And I was like, I can't believe I'm back in New Zealand. Like, it just felt like stepping into... I don't know like it was it was nostalgic connecting back to Tyler because again out of all the roles I played Power Rangers was the one I grew up watching so it's just different like versus me in American Horror Story or on Snapchat or iCarly or whatever. What was that like actually meeting Austin St. John? Did you meet him before that or was that like the first time? I met him I think two other times at conventions briefly mm-hmm. um, like when I was cast someone introduced me to him like oh this is the next Red Dino Ranger and he's like oh nice to meet you man like just short, we didn't really talk, uh, but filming together, we had a lot of downtime. So he told us how we got into the convention circuit, how he was actually like overseas at the time. And like Walter Jones was like, yo, you should come to conventions and stuff. He's like, dude, I'm in like the Middle East right now. And like doing, mm-hmm. like he was like a medic or something. Um, mm-hmm. And just like hearing his stories and like we did jujitsu, like we Yoshi found a gym and we all did jujitsu classes together while we were in New Zealand. And like, I got to roll wow. with Austin It was like, who gets to do that? Like with the person they grew up like idolizing. So it was just like, again, such a blessing. And like, I don't know, just surreal. Just, and he taught us some like martial arts. So he helped Mm -hmm. me like, yeah, I don't know. It was just like super cool experience. And I haven't seen him in person since then. So hopefully when COVID goes away or whatever vaccines, um, I can uh, do some cons with him. Oh, that'd be so cool. Speaking Mm. of COVID, speaking Mm. of what would be something that you could tell the people, you know, who is, you know, kind of dealing, you know, with it, like kind of like not being able to go outside like they want, not being able to, you know, be around people too much or anything like that. What would be some, a little gem, a little nugget that you would like to share for people? Yeah, I mean, at least at this day and age in human civilization, we have technology. I mean, right now, you and I, all of us, all four of us are talking, video chatting, some of us, you know, like there's still so many ways to connect. You can play a video game with your friends where like you have avatars running around. It's not like you're locked in a cave. This isn't the Black Plague. 
Like you literally, mm -hmm. like there are ways we can still interact safely. Um, and just to know like humans are adaptable and nothing is forever, um, good or bad. So I truly believe mm -hmm. this will get out of this. Like it's not forever. It's longer than we all thought it would be. But right. there's so many things you, mm. like, we have time now. Like, so many people would be like, oh, I'd work out if I had time. Oh, I'd learn to draw if I had time. Oh, I'd learn an instrument if I had time. Guess what? You have a lot of time. If you're still not doing those things, time was never the issue. It's just discipline. So mm. if you mm. want to work on something, now is the time to level up yourself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. like, find something that you're passionate about and just go for it. Like, I know, because like, people always think, like, Brennan, how do you stay motivated working out? I don't, I just stay disciplined. Like, it's not that every day I wake up and I want to go work out. I'm disciplined to do it. And then usually like within the first 10 to 15 minutes, then the, then I start enjoying it. But some days I don't want to work out. Like I get tired, like everyone else, I just do it anyway. And then like, I choose activities like circus that I enjoy that makes me more likely to then continue to enjoy it. To, to go into fitness a little bit more, um, what are like, when it's all said and done, what are some things that you would like to do within the fitness industry? Like, um, you want to start a company? Do you want to, <laughs> um, you know, like, what do you, what do you want to do with that as far as yeah. helping people? I mean, honestly, I love the platform that I have gained from acting that enables me to share fitness with people. Like some of the best things is like, I've been at conventions where people have come up to me because I post fit tips on my Instagram story a lot. And people like literally have lost over a hundred pounds following my fit tips, or at least they tell me that um, they're like, I used to weigh this much. And like, just you like your fit tips a day. Like I took those to heart and I lost all this weight and I'm healthier now. My family is healthier now. Like I got off medication for type two diabetes or whatever, like for my doctor. Cause like my mm -hmm. insulin response was better. And I just want to be able to like give away the information for free. Like, unfortunately right now, like I'm not famous enough to not, you know, like, I need to eat. And sometimes I got to like clients, <laughs> yes, but like, yes. Ideally, I would love to be able to just like help people, you know, and uh, like give speeches and talks on it, like not just go to acting classes, but like whenever people ask me about fitness, I never want to be like, oh, that's $5.99 for a tip. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I want to just mm -hmm. help mm -hmm. people. It's like, if you see someone who is suffering in some way and you have the means or the knowledge to help them, I want to just be able to help them, like not yeah. make a paycheck for it per se. But, you know, the world we live in, you have to hit that balance. So it's like, I give away as much as yeah, I can, yeah, but then yeah. if, obviously if they want to work with me, like privately, I only have so many hours in a day, like, okay, then I have to charge, but mm. yeah. So that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's fair. It's for sure. For sure. Nothing wrong with it. Like got to eat. So uh, yes. Okay. yes, yes. Just inspiring people. Like I'd love to do circus workshops. Um, you know, like maybe bring circus into PE into schools. Once you're allowed to go to school again, you know, in person and be mm -hmm. like, okay, you hate running the mile. Well, why don't we learn how to do handstands or how to juggle or whatever, like learn a skill. So you're more likely to stick towards, you know, the fitness activity. And on the flip side for acting, um, what are some of the goals that you have going forward with acting? Um, honestly, I'm very faith-based. Like I put in the work, I'm not one of those people who are like, you know, if it's meant to be, it will be, but then I can just do nothing. Like, no, you got to actively work on your craft, you know, watch the latest movies, watch the classics. Like, I'm very bad at sitting and watching movies. So like, honestly, a lot of people succeed way better than me because like, I'm very ADHD and I always have to be doing something. So sitting, even though it's doing something, it's still hard like to get my mind to like watch a movie. Um, so I've been trying to like watch at least one movie a week, just like to get myself to do it. I read a lot of acting books. Um, 
I watch master classes sometimes, you know, I do a lot of short films with friends just to always stay like my YouTube channel, like working the same muscle regardless. You know, it is a muscle. Um, yes, being is. able to tap into empathy, uh, you know, put yourself in other people's shoes. So whatever the role is meant to be, I have no idea, but I just want to make sure I do it justice, whatever it is, you know? Well, this will bring us down to a lightning round where I ask you a series of questions. You can mm -hmm. take your time with them, okay. but yeah. So I'm just going to get started. When do you feel most like yourself? Like during the day when you wake up and during what point of the day do you feel like, yeah, this is me. After my morning workout, like, you know, people need like a cup of coffee. I need my workout. If I don't get my workout, I'm grumpy. So. <laughs> well, it's slightly healthier than a cup of coffee. So <laughs> slightly because <laughs> we love coffee. Oh yeah. Nothing against it. Just uh, yeah, for me, it's, I need those endorphins from the exercise. That's fair. It like starts my day. What is the definition of heaven here on earth for you? Mm, you know, treating others like you want to be treated, but that only works if people treat themselves with love. So mm. learning to love yourself, um, despite your flaws, we are all flawed. Social media likes to make you think you're not, or like certain people aren't flawed. They mm. are. We all are. You know, Photoshop, mm. sure, you may look like you're perfect. It doesn't mean inside you are. There's a reason a lot of celebrities and people of status go to rehab. They're not happy. Like a lot of the times, like money isn't happiness, you know, relationships are currency, not just dollar bills. So, mm. uh, you know, understanding each other, communication, I guess would be to answer your question, like that's, effective that's, communication. No, that's good. That's good. If you could have dinner with three people dead or alive, who would it be? Uh, <laughs> three people that are alive. I'm just going to honestly family. Like it's not like I need to meet a certain person to like rub shoulders with them. Again, mm. I like things that happen organically. If I'm to mm. network, I don't like going out of my way. Like, yo, you got to meet this guy to get in this movie. Well, how about if I have the skill for the role, I'll get in the movie that way. Like ideally, you know what I mean? Mm. But, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's true. Um, what, in your eyes, what makes a person beautiful? Uh, them not giving up, them having uh, confidence. Um, mm. You know, whatever it is they enjoy doing, like that mm. they go after it if you could relive yesterday what would you do differently if i could remember yesterday all the days <laughs> just blend together with this oh. stand at home Seriously. um uh, yesterday was a pretty good day actually it was my wife's birthday and we had a good day like so i probably wouldn't change any of it um if you could have one superpower what would it be and you can certainly make one up <laughs> well okay for like ultimate control time control but like i feel like time traveling is dangerous because you would go mad trying to fix things all the time mm. um and then like when is it your duty because you have this power to like stop catastrophic events and like mm. what if two things happen on separate sides of the globe and you can only fix one? like i can't deal with that you know so <laughs> probably like i don't know teleporting would be cool um I, this is like a very in-depth question for me and i feel like i'm making the wrong decision if i take if i go too fast um yeah shoot there's so many like i want to fly but like if i'm flying can i withstand the ability of the flight if i go fast like, there's all these, you know what i mean like <laughs> this is a deep question <laughs> that's awesome oh, no. um if you can live um, anywhere in the world your whole family your friends everyone that you love can come with you where would you want to live probably new zealand or vancouver okay 
Do you really like Vancouver weather? When I went anyway, uh, I loved it. But again, I went at like this perfect, like I was filming Supergirl right before Thanksgiving and then a little bit after I came back. Oh, okay. So you got the really nice weather. Yeah. You yeah. do not want winter there. Okay, New Zealand then. <laughs> <laughs> Just say, I live in Toronto and oh, okay. I hear Vancouver has it really bad, especially when it comes to the winter time. Really gotcha. bad. So I'm like, gotcha. and, I, and I think we're bad. So I'm like, oh God, <laughs> jeez. Um, I'm not sure. I'm just going to go ahead and ask, but I'm not sure if you do either or. Are you a coffee or tea person? Uh, tea more than coffee. Like I will drink coffee, but I'm not someone who's like grumpy if they don't get their coffee. Mm. It's just, I use it more for energy if I have like a lot of working out in a day. Or sometimes I go tumbling because um, one of the cities near me or uh, counties near me, they were open for open gym. Um, mm-hmm. You still have to wear a mask when you tumbled, but it started at 8.30 p.m. and went to 11.30. And I was just too tired at that point to like tumble. So I needed caffeine beforehand. So. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's fair. Uh, what is something that you feel like you still have to learn? Uh, to play piano, to fully learn Spanish. I'm conversational, but like I have to go slower than a, um, a native speaker. And mm-hmm. then I still want to learn like, to be an expert in one style of dance at least okay so those are like bucket list things <laughs> no no that's good that's good uh, my last question for you is what would you want your legacy to be uh giving back more than i got you know kindness lifting people up like mm. i'm not looking to have 10 houses or 20 cars you know like i can only live in one at a time and drive one at a time <laughs> so sure. i'd rather just uh inspire people to give back honestly like I like that's like when I pray for booking jobs and stuff it's not like I want all this money so I can take vacations <laughs> all this like not that I don't like vacations but like mm. I want to help people in need like I'd love to be able to like overhear a conversation of like I don't know how we're gonna pay for college this year or whatever and be like bam here you go and like just walk away like wow. I just want to do stuff like that you know no oh, I hear you wow. no that's that's good that's deep mm. all right well I just have one last question for you where can the people find you on social media if they want to follow you and like your stuff and all that good yeah. stuff? Yeah. So at Brennan Mejia on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, YouTube is Brennan Mejia. Um, I'm streaming tonight, actually. I stream three days a week playing video games. So I'm going to stream Nintendo in, in less than an hour. Um, nice. Brennan.Mejia on, what is it, Snapchat and then tiktok i don't use it very often but i think i'm brennan underscore or brennan Mejia underscore official something like that i don't know <laughs> i don't use it enough <laughs> <laughs> all right well once again thank you for being with us on the show today it was thank such you. a pleasure yeah no my uh, my pleasure guys thanks for having me no no thanks. problem thank you and that has been another episode of tribune of the grid my name is brandon i am lena i'm will And we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye, guys.